0: I am in studio with Julia Krolik. Uh She is the founder and chief executive officer for Art the Science. That's right. That's yep. your position. So that's tell me. us. So you're in here to tell us uh, all about Art the Science and an upcoming uh, event that's happening with, uh, with this amazing residency and uh, program. So can you tell us about yourself first and your role with Art the Science?
1: Yeah. Um, so... I guess my path kind of was uh, woven from formal science education into more of a knowledge mobilizer role. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of do two things now. I obviously help with Art the Science, which is a nonprofit organization. And uh, the other thing I have going on is I have a company called Pixels and Plans, and we work with um, different organizations, helping them with their research um, outreach, kind of like... I guess, an advertising agency for knowledge, something like that. Um, So, but in terms of art, the science, uh, yeah, it was founded in 2015. Um, Myself and um, my co-founder, Alex Pedersen, founded it. And, um, yeah, initially, it kind of started out as... um, an organization that just really wanted to bring bring the science and arts together and in thinking more about it we became a nonprofit in 2016 and really started to hone in on a residency program that would be immersive for the artist we really wanted to peel back the wizard curtain of science
0: All right. Well, we've had Ms. Pedersen in studio with us before as well, uh, given her work with research services at Queen's University. Um, uh, Nice to hear that you've had a wonderful partnership with her. She's amazing, too. She's incredible. Yes, she really is, as I hear you are, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're here. (laughs) Um, So um, can you tell us, though, a little bit more about uh, what inspired uh, the founding of the residency program? You, You touched on it a bit, but I'd like to hear a little bit more.
1: Definitely. Um, I can maybe go back a little and talk about how science and art came together in my mind. Because I think the foundation of Art the Science probably started, at least growing in that spot. Um, I was on a clinical microbiology placement um, in Victoria, and I was looking at um, slides of tuberculosis from a patient. And at that time, not only, of course, I was looking at it because I was studying, I also thought they were ominous and just striking. There was something about them that had this artistic merit to them that I just couldn't let go. And inspired by that, when I came back to Kingston, I um, did did a project called Microbiota, where I grew soil samples from everywhere that Kingstonians inhabit. And uh, I presented that as an artwork. And what I realized through that experience is that I feel that I hold somewhat a position of privilege in a way by having a formal background in the sciences, and that if I want to do creative work within the scientific methodology that I know, I can creatively disrupt that by having access to the science. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of um, folks that want to use science in some way to inspire their art, they can't you know, exactly easily have access to that. And Mm -hmm. so the science was kind of really um, an answer to see if there was a way for us to have a program where for those artists that are interested in exploring, you know, science and science methodology, uh, that we could open those doors for them somehow.
0: Fantastic. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about the residency program itself and uh, the various streams that are offered?
1: Yeah, so so right now we're focusing on the science artist residency, um, and we do have another one in the works coming up, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But the science artist residency is an immersive program, uh, so we just had our pilot one in March mm-hmm. uh, here at Queen's, and the... the the idea behind the residency is to place an artist immersively um, into a research group for two or three weeks. So nine to five every day, part of the research group. And so we really want them to feel like they're a part of it. They get safety training on day one and really have a little bit of autonomy if they can, you know, in, in terms of getting inspired by the science that's going on and learning from it, but also having access right and and, and and having a voice and inspiring creatively the the people that are in the research group so it's kind of a two way street right mm-hmm. they get exposed to everything that the research group is doing, but the research group is also having you know a, a person there that has a completely different way of thinking about the scientific work that's going on and then part two uh we're thinking and working on a data artist residency program as well. And developing some partnerships there for us in terms of how can we have creatives that are interested in having a database artistic practice get the digital literacy skills that they need and the support that they need to pursue that.
0: Okay, this sounds interesting. And wow, the, the immersive aspect I think is, wow, that must be pretty neat, especially for folks that may not have any... Uh, Disciplinary training, scientific disciplinary training, and they come from a creative world. So you're really starting from the ground up.
1: And I think, you know, we don't think about this often, but I feel that the skills behind the art world are somewhat open. And what I mean by that, you know, like if we wanted to take courses and learn an artistic methodology, blacksmithing, oil painting, watercolor, pottery, they're not behind doors right we can find ways as members of the public to gain those skills maybe we're not going to become great artists out of that but the actual physical experience of learning is available okay but where do you go and get the physical experience of growing microbes right uh, yeah
0: <laughs> well my
1: refrigerator
0: <laughs> but the me- but you're yeah, right but yeah. the methodology
1: you know artistic methodology yeah. is not that different in my opinion from scientific methodology in the rigor that's required right before you can actually creatively disrupt it precisely wow <laughs> Okay, so um,
0: I understand that uh, Dr. Kevin Mumford uh, from the Department of Civil Engineering here at Queen's University uh, and artist, creative coder Owen Fernley, they've been collaborating together uh, on the pilot residency project. Uh, So who are these residents? Um, Can you tell us about what kinds of research and art that they do respectively, even even outside of their collaboration. What do they do, th- yep. and then how did they come together?
1: Yep. So so um, so, Dr. Kevin Mumford uh, is in the Department of Civil Engineering, and uh, his research group looks at contaminants and how they flow in subsurfaces, so underground. Um, They do some modeling, they do physical experiments. And then Owen um, is, uh, obviously, he's my partner, but he's also, um, on the art side, he's a creative coder. So he is a programmer, but also uses those skills as a medium, kind of like his paintbrush, right? And it was strategic for us to do a pilot residency with Owen because we were doing an evaluation on this. And we really wanted to set the groundwork for the subsequent residency to be an open call for anyone it was important to us that we selected somebody who had some formal scientific training mm-hmm. because then they could identify how they relied on that training so that we can facilitate someone who has not had any scientific training. We felt that if we opened up the pilot right away, then we it would be harder, I think, for someone without scientific training to really know what they're missing. Mm-hmm. In this case, Owen did, in fact, identify certain things and said, you know, I, I fell on my scientific background. You know, it was a different discipline that he studied, but nonetheless, he did rely on some of that, and it was really important to tease those aspects out for us moving forward
0: okay so can you tell us a little bit about uh, the research-inspired art that they have been working on together up to this point
1: yeah so so Owen did it the two-week immersion and then since then he's been working on a really interesting algorithm so a piece of code um, and that will be visualized um, you know at modern fuel next week uh, and so you really get a sense of how um, contaminants move underneath the ground. And what Owen has done is really brought that forward. So you'll be kind of confronted with that. Um, So it's an unseen process that he created um, a window into. So it's visualized.
0: Okay. Now,
1: uh, I understand, too, with the residency
0: program, there are uh, several different phases to the work that uh, they are doing, but also uh, that... You and your team are also doing what? What are the phases of this particular project?
1: Yeah, so Art the science uh, is kind of administered in two phases. Um, so phase one is the immersive residency piece, where we have the artist be immersed in the residency for you know two or three weeks, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know, phase one in terms of really getting to know what the science is about, getting those skills, getting inspired, maybe starting to do some artwork creation already. Um, And then after that, the phase two is really the public piece. So now that phase one has happened, there's an artwork that's created and that's put into the public eye at this point. And we do that in actually several ways. Um, So, Part of phase two and public outreach, of course, is the physical events. So we have Modern Fuel coming up next week. Uh, we also are going to be doing something for Science Rendezvous on May 11th. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a big installation in the bowl at the Leon Center. Mm-hmm. This one's easy for me to remember because my son's name is Leon. <laughs> He's very proud. <laughs> he has a whole center named after it's him. It's his center. It's <laughs> his center. Um, so... Uh and 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 so so that's exciting in terms of that physical component mm-hmm. and then we also have a gallery um you know in art the science called the Polyfield gallery that really is the digital online presence for the piece And so anyone will be able to interact with the piece and experience the artwork online as well. So that's launched also in tandem. And Mm -hmm. so that kind of makes it, you know, have that global impact in terms of being able to reach audiences that want to view the work and learn about the research that are not necessarily going to be present in, you know, at, at the physical events. And then... These residencies are are interesting in that um, we put a program evaluation in place um, as well because, you know, one of the things that was important to us as an organization is kind of, I guess, hold ourselves accountable for delivering the program and asking, A, what can we improve upon, Mm -hmm. which is the critical step as we grow the program, but also kind of evaluate, well, what are we finding you know the public is saying or what is the value to the creative and or to the to the um to the researcher in this case so phase 1 had um a report it's online on artthescience.com under residencies um and that you know just goes through the findings from you know doing um interview questions um with the scientist and the artist and uh, phase two, we're collaborating with Chantal Berriol from Laurentian University, mm-hmm. uh, and so she leads the science communication program at Laurentian, and she's um, also helping us and collaborating with us on evaluating the public engagement piece. Okay. So we're asking what value is to the public, and 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 finding out. So and and that program evaluation work has been led by Catherine Lau, who's um, our program evaluations officer at the Science.
0: So you have a pretty intricate team behind the scenes uh, doing a number of different things, too. And everybody's volunteering at this yeah. point, too. So this yeah. is uh, the residency program. You have the uh, the Dr. Mumford as well as Owen Fernley. But you have at least six or seven volunteers working yeah. behind the scenes on a number of different aspects.
1: Yeah. So Earth the Science is a nonprofit, and we, we have a board that governs. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, there are seven board positions, um, and I think there are nine or 11 officer positions. This is me trying to remember the bylaws that I helped come up with. (laughs) It's been three years. Forgive me. (laughs) Um, I, I mean, kind of the culture behind art the science... Um, For me, and this is a really big passion of mine after being on various boards in various communities, is that I really wanted to develop something where the folks that give up their time can somehow... Develop skills that are important for them in their personal and career growth. Mm-hmm. It's just really valuable that they're aligned. So, when people come on to Art the Science, we generally have a question of well, what do you want to work on? How can you contribute to grow Art the Science? But more so, how does Art the Science help you grow as a person? Because you're giving up time. Mm-hmm. How do you get compensated for your time in a way that's meaningful to you? And that was really important to me as obviously someone who's also volunteering for Art the Science, you know, and I want to really have a team that feels that they are valued and that at the end of the day, they're, you know, working on a passion project. Okay. Yeah. So that was really important, you know, for for us when thinking about. At least for me, and, and obviously the board now, in terms of you know how do, how do the things that they do align with the interests they already have, mm-hmm. so that down the line when they're applying for a job or or anything else that they're doing, that their experience at the science has helped them grow into the role that they see for themselves in the future.
0: Okay, now so there's a significant teamwork aspect then happening behind the scenes, which you've, you've fleshed out for us. Uh, what other partnerships are in place, or what partnerships might be you be looking for? to moving moving forward with the project.
1: Yeah, there's we've had several partners along the way. You know, it depends on different things that we have done. Um, you know, we've partnered with various conferences to you know bring panels forward or exhibit artworks. Um, we've partnered with. Um, you know, different um, institutions. Like I mentioned, partnering with Laurentian to do mm-hmm. the program evaluation part. Um, I, I recently visited um, Simon Fraser uh, University, and so we might, you know, be potentially partnering with them to develop a residency in their 4D labs, um, which is a really interesting chemistry lab at Simon Fraser. Um, you know, we have other institutions in place as well. I think for us really now is the focus is to roll this out and really focus on the evaluation piece and then kind of see who we want to approach strategically. Um, you know, there are also um, folks that might come along in terms of wanting to host residencies and maybe co-apply for funding, if that makes sense. All right. Yeah, so there's, there's kind of stuff brewing in the works, but really the team now is focused on, you know, in the next six months um, to really just do the evaluation piece And do the residency and i feel like that's that's enough of an undertaking
0: (laughs) (laughs) indeed indeed all right so there's something else very exciting coming up too not that evaluation isn't super hot (laughs) right but uh there's a digital exhibition coming up uh i understand it's called between the sand art the science residency showcase and this is happening at modern fuel at the tent on february 27th Mm -hmm. woohoo look at me (laughs) i know things
1: (laughs) you know more than i do no i'm kidding
0: (laughs) but now our listeners know too (laughs) it's
1: amazing yeah i'm i'm really excited about it yeah tell us about this uh
0: otherwise amazing evening of science art and discussion
1: so so this is our first public well first of all this is our first art the science public hello okay <laughs> it's kind of amazing it's been it's been you know a few years now and we have done different outreach initiatives um, you know across the country but this is our first kingston hello <laughs> so hello kingston hello um, <laughs> And uh, so this is the kind of the launch of Owen's uh, residency at um, at Dr. Mumford's lab. So Mm -hmm. the Between the Sand is the title of the work. um, And Owen is presenting that artwork. And then we're also going to have a panel discussion. So the event is from six to nine and between seven and eight. Um, the graduate student that worked closest with uh, with Owen, named Cole, will be on the panel, and Catherine Lau, who is our program eval person, she'll be on the panel, Kevin as well, and Owen. Okay. And I'll kind of moderate it a little bit, but we really just want to have an open um, discussion and, you know, engage the audience and, and really get granular and kind of piece apart some of the research, some of the inspiration that Owen had from the research, how some of this evaluation took place, and what does science art mean mm-hmm. in current context? What does it mean in terms of art you know oftentimes people say well you know are you exploiting art as a science communication vessel like you know there's so much dialogue I think that needs to happen and we just want to have an open dialogue with the public that comes out. Okay
0: so I'm kind of intrigued by the the uh, digital exhibition uh, name between the sand, what's inspiring this? Or do you know? This is all secret. <laughs> know. You know what's going on. <laughs> I know what's going on. <laughs>
1: um, so the, the medium um, that is used in, in the lab is actually packed sand to look at the way that some of the contaminants flow. Mm-hmm. And so between the sand really takes the audience between the sand grains to see how um, these contaminants behave at that level.
0: All right. So uh, like, be- so, are we looking at it through panes of glass
1: kind of thing? So or? you're, you're going to, the way that Owen has modeled it is you see sand grains that are kind of magnified. So they'll look fairly large because this is a projection piece. Oh, okay. And then you will see stuff flowing between them.
0: Okay. And there's an
1: interactive component to this, but I'm going to leave that as a as oh, a suspense.
0: This is the super secret part. This is the super secret ah. part. If you show
1: up, you will be able to participate in making things flow potentially. All right. <laughs> Okay,
0: ooh. (laughs) All right. So where can people find more information about the event and maybe how to register for it?
1: Right. So if you go to arthascience.com and you click on our work, you will see an events page and you should be able to – it's the first link right up on the events page. Mm -hmm. And then there's an Eventbrite link. And also on Arthascience, if you look at Facebook, there is a Facebook event Mm -hmm. um, also, and there's an Eventbrite link to that. And, of course, if you go on Eventbrite and you look up between the sand Arthascience, you should also be able to find it. Okay. Three ways to get to it, and it's a free event. Um, free, yeah. We encourage you to to register on Eventbrite. You know, if you don't get around to it, that's okay to come. Uh, yeah, six to nine, free. Um, modern fuel, at the modern Tet. fuel. The Tet. There'll be some refreshments. Come hang out with us. And
0: now, you also mentioned earlier in our program uh, that there was a another installation or event happening at the Leon Center. Yes. Formerly K-Rock Center, but now Leon Center. Yes. <laughs> so what's that event and when is
1: it? So that event is on May 11th. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the annual Science Rendezvous event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to be really incredible. For that event, um, we are hoping to put people right literally between the sand because we are creating um, an artistic version of one of the experimental apparatuses that's used in the lab. So, the idea is to have people walk inside the experiment. To
0: be the contaminant? Perhaps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this could be you. <laughs> <All> exactly. <right. laughs> Okay. So uh, is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about uh, Art the Science or the residency program? Are there
1: opportunities for people to get involved in other ways? Mm -hmm. Definitely. um, I mean, we're always on the lookout for folks that want to volunteer. We have a lot of different things going on. So getting in touch, you know, info at artthescience.com – and reaching out is great uh there's opportunities to you know contribute to our blog to get involved more in the operation side of things yeah there's there's definitely you know or even event planning that kind of stuff so if you're thinking of maybe getting some skills we definitely have folks that are happy to share those skills and 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 so um that's a great way to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're always open to anyone saying hi if they have questions about science art or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And if you are a science artist or a scientist that you know is creating um, works of art or an artist that's you know rooted in deeply rooted in some kind of scientific methodology um, work, and you want to share that stuff and you want it to be featured on our blog, you can always submit to the blog itself as well, so we can feature your work.
0: Okay. And uh, just as we close off, I'm I'm also thinking, what's your overall goal for you? Like even a personal goal or even project goal, but what is your overall goal? What what outcome or outcomes would you like to see from the completion of this pilot?
1: Um, So I guess... For me, and I'm sure I'm speaking for art the science as well, um, the real vision is to have immersive residencies across Canada in you know as many academic institutions as possible. Oh, cool. And maybe not just academic government institutions as well, but anywhere there is research, if we can open up the Wizard Curtain of Science to creatives that want to get involved, um, any artwork creation that comes from that is an amazing way to engage the public and I think that we are a better society if we have an informed public.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And last question, what have you loved most about working on this project?
1: Oh, the people. <laughs> um, it's, it's been such an incredible journey. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if it wasn't for the people that I have met that have contributed their, their time and their hearts to the project. So I am nothing without them.
0: All right. So, well, thank you very much, Julia Krolik, who is the CEO and founder, or co-founder, rather, of Art the Science. Um, Thank you very much for coming in today. We really do appreciate your time and talking to us about this residency program and also the amazing events that are attended with it, too.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay, so last minute, though. uh, Website, where do we find you?
1: Artthescience.com. Easy,
0: easy to learn and get in your brain and yes the art the science uh, between the sand residency showcase is again on february 27th at modern fuel which is located at the ted center on king street in kingston six to nine see you there Thanks again to Julia Krolick, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder of Art the Science for coming in to tell us all about this wonderful residency program and the upcoming Between the Sands event uh, happening at Modern Fuel on February 27th. Don't forget to get your free tickets and register today at artthescience.com. Now, uh, we are going to close our program today with a selection by Julia. This is Great Lake Swimmers, Your Rocky Spine. Thanks again for tuning into Campus Beat. It's been a real pleasure and we'll see you next time.